Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. What's up, everybody? Back at it with another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We are at episode number 25. So I thought we should make this one a little bit special. Um, if you have been following the show for a while, we did a, a podcast or an episode that I like to call Just In Case, which is an episode that I do with uh, my wife, Casey. And our most recent episode together was based around mental health. And that was one of the most popular podcasts I've ever done. Uh, the feedback was awesome. You guys were reaching out left and right. We've been getting messages and stuff. So we figured it'd be a good occasion to come back and have another episode of Just In Case all about Mental Health Volume 2. Hey, so got Casey in the studio with me here today. What's going on? Hi. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're trying something different today too. So um, been kind of, if you follow the Instagram and Facebook and stuff, I've been videoing um, just on my phone. Uh, so you guys can kind of see a clip of what we're doing here and um, had to move some things around to try to get us both in the frame here because I am by no means a professional videographer. So it's got we got me, the wife, and the puppy dog all in studio tonight. So if there's a little bit of... Nala's up here, so this is going to be a, this is going to be fun. Yeah, if you have any kind of, <laughs> if there's any kind of crazy audio, like noises and unorthodox sounds it is not us i promise it's the it's the 70 pound yellow lab that's laying on the couch next to us but anyways so like i said today's gonna be all around um kind of like a mental health update and things that um we have been trying to implement in the new year uh just to kind of give you all a recap of what we touched on before um actually well here I'll, I'll let you kind of explain the situation of um you know the the previous episode kind of what we shed light on as far as your situation is concerned yeah um i am i am diagnosed with uh depression anxiety and add so it's a great time and the great trifecta of blah so um I, it is something I'm super, super passionate about, and I like to advocate for um, people that struggle with um, mental illnesses and people that have loved ones that struggle with mental illnesses and so that they don't necessarily understand everything. And um, I just, I like to promote education and um, kind of get the word out there so that it's less taboo and more matter of fact. Yeah, kind of get rid of the stigma yeah so uh like she said that's all of uh the the more the mental health aspect or the or the uh, i guess you could call it a topic slash issue whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. hits way more home for casey than it does for myself because i'm never going to come on here and try to pull one over on you guys and act like i have these things going on in my brain that i don't mm -hmm. um so i'm never i want to you know reiterate that this is not from my end, but we thought it would be a really cool idea to kind of put our situation out there because I know a lot of people do suffer from some sort of mental illness, and a lot of those people have spouses or boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, husbands, wives, whatever, mom, dad, brothers that you live with, roommates, regardless. Just loved ones. Yeah, you've just got people in your life, and I have had to learn a lot along the way in this journey with her 
So <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was just kind of our idea that we were like, hey, you know what? Maybe people wanted to hear about this. Uh, kind of the the ways of an, an, an everyday life yeah. with, with a married couple. Um, so we're, I just kind of wanted to start out by laying the foundation and kind of update you guys on where we've been. Um, and then we have a lot of things that we've been kind of trying to implement. And I am stressing we, because this is mm-hmm. not, she's, I make sure to let her know she's never on this journey alone. And it we, takes an army. <laughs> yeah. We're, so we're, we're figuring this thing out together. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I thought that it'd be kind of cool to update you on what we have been trying, playing with since, since the new year. We're only, yeah. what is it? What's today? The, the 14th. Oh, well, there you go. We're two weeks into the new year. Yeah. So 2020. And we are constantly, I guess, searching for new things to try yeah. to. It, it's, it's a guess and check type it's, thing. It's definitely trial and error. That's yes. for sure. Um, it's a guess and check. So, yeah. like I mean, you, you see these articles or these commercials on TV and people, spokespeople coming out telling about their stories. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But it's no two stories are the same. Right. No two people are the same. No and, two diagnoses are the same. Even right. if they're technically the same on paper, yeah. people don't experience things the same. I like even if, you know, there's someone out there listening or watching that has anxiety, depression, and ADD, things that work for me very well may not work for you and vice versa. And so that's like something that I've had a really hard time with is that, you know, I I've had I got diagnosed when I was 14 years old with depression. So um, anxiety induced depression, vice versa. Um, and so I have, I have been living with this for a bit of my life and I've been trying to find ways along the way to help myself. Um, and that's something that's very frustrating is to hear all these great you know, things for this certain person that completely pulled them out of a dark place and it was life-changing and this, that, and the other, and you go do it to the best of your ability and you're like, okay, uh, I'm the same. So, um, but yeah, I just kind of want to like emphasize anything that I say that works for me or anything that I say helps both Justin and I is not, just because it works for us doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, don't feel bad about yourself. That's basically where I'm at with that. Yeah. And I think that that's the best way to approach it is to understand that there is no cookie cutter way to deal with anything. Yeah. Um, but so all the, all that being said, why don't you tell everybody what's kind of been some of the start to your new year? What are some things that you've tried to implement, tried to do, tried to start off this year to help better yourself in the mental health aspect of your life? Um, well, I kind of want to like, not even just address this year because this it wouldn't really make sense if i just say the past two weeks um sure i guess i just we'll touch on it in a little bit but i know that there's a couple things you've been doing so that's mm-hmm. kind of what i was alluding to but we'll get there in a second yeah okay well i just i fitness and nutrition used to be something that i thrived off of and i used to love a whole lot and i was super in the gym all the time i was super into finding new food and this that and the other and um i kind of got away from it for a really long time And I, these past two weeks, I've really been looking at it more of, um, a, a way to help my brain as opposed to like a vanity thing. I wasn't, I've been trying to make sure that I go to the gym at least three or four times a week. Um, it's only been two weeks, but I've met those goals, so it's fine. Um, and I tried to make sure that, you know, at least 
every day I eat something clean, if not the entire day. Um, and that's been really helping me um, as far as like clarity goes. Um, one thing that Justin kind of found out and he suggested to me that we do is um, like he'll kind of ask me on Sunday, you know, hey, give me three goals for the week. And so, I mean, just this week I had um, I had go to the gym four times. Um, I had make sure I turn in all my assignments for my classes early because classes just started this week. And then um, that I get 35 hours at work. And um, it's like measurable goals so that at the end of the week, which happened last week, um, come Saturday, I'm sitting there like not feeling great about myself, just not feeling good in my own head. And, um, you know, thinking, oh, I suck. And Justin was like, okay, I hear you for all these reasons that you're giving me and they're valid. But at the same time, let's think about the goals that you set. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I did hit all those goals. That's okay. I feel a lot better about myself now. Like it gives you some sort of positive perspective to find. Um, and it's measurable whenever you can't really find anything positive on your own. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's the, no, I mean, it does make sense. And that is something like I kind of touched on a minute ago when I say like, I am constantly trying to learn things I can do on my end to help her. Um, so this all started from me. Like I, I've read books and articles and stuff like that. I constantly do. I, try, I constantly try to find things that I can, little tidbits that could help her out, you know, so this started from an article that I read and it was like, you know, a lot of people that suffer from ADD, depression, anxiety, whatever, you name it, you know, mental health yeah, issues. Yeah, mental illnesses, yeah. If, and it was like specifically geared towards like friends and family and loved ones, like things you could do. And there's a long list of one, but long list of things to try out. But uh, this one kind of stood out to me and it was like, you know, most of the time, like if you have ADD, which is, you know, attention deficit disorder, you, and you know, and you do suffer from mental illness, it makes it almost even worse because if you say you do have depression or anxiety and you're like, man, today I want to, whatever it may be, I want to run a mile. Mm -hmm. Well, you may have the best of intentions to do that, but you have ADD mm -hmm. and on your way to the gym, you get sidetracked and you think, oh man, I needed to go pick up whatever my a gallon of milk from the store or, you know, oh, I needed to go get gas. And that turns yeah. into you seeing a friend at the gas station. Y'all start talking about whatever. And then you just kind of veer off the initial goal that you had. Yeah. So, and then that in turn will make the person that suffers from, you know, mental illness feel even worse about themselves because they had a goal. They deviated from it, whatever. So I read up on this and I was like, you know what? Casey seems like the kind of person that would benefit from this. Let me just very l gently ask her if this is something that she would, want to try out so i did you know i'm like hey you know i don't know if this is something that you would be interested in but i read this and i think that you could benefit from it and you don't have to i'm just you know spitballing here and she was like yeah i really think that i could and i said okay well write them down in a note on your phone mm -hmm. screenshot it and send it to me and that's all we spoke about it didn't say one word about it at all until sunday and then we talked about it and i'm like hey well like you just mentioned, Saturday. Sat oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, Saturday. <laughs> uh, she's like, wow, you know, I did do A, B, and C. 
And those were her goals. I didn't set those for Man, her. Man, I'm not this piece of shit that I'm telling myself that I am right now. <laughs> when, like, okay. I mean, and that's the thing is she set the goals for herself. She attained them. I didn't do any of that for her. So that's kind of like a self-fulfillment thing. Mm-hmm. And what you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast was what works for you may not work for everybody. Right. That's what works for her. And it made her feel good. And that made me feel good that like, okay, awesome. She's in a good mood. This is something that maybe we could roll with. It may not work forever, but right now it's got us off to a good start. Right so. now it's keeping me motivated. Yeah. And it's keeping me focused-ish. Right. And- <laughs> um, but that's the thing though. I also want to like clarify whenever Justin brought this to me, he didn't say, hey, I know what can fix you or hey, I've got an exercise that you need to try or like he, he, he didn't even come to me. We had been like laying down. We were watching a show and he just like kind of gently was like, hey, you know what? Like I kind of, you know, maybe something you might like to do with me. So it, and honestly in that, like it was very gentle and it was very um, easier for me to accept, I guess. Not accept, but it didn't feel like he was coming at me trying to fix me. And um, he, he made it seem like here's something we can do. And in hindsight, like he wasn't, he wasn't tricking me. I knew what he was doing, but it makes me feel like I, it makes me know that I'm not doing it by myself. Does that makes, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it's just kind of like, um, whenever he, when I'm having a really hard day or something and I'm just struggling, he's like, you know, we're in this together, this, that, and the other, it's kind of like, how? Because you are lucky enough to not have these things. So how are we in this together? It's me. I'm by myself. I'm alone. Bleh. And then I like spiral. And then in this way, Justin's like, no, we're going to get you through this. Here's something we can do that might help you. If it doesn't work, then we'll move on. And like not even just the exercise itself. Um, that it was great that it was it was helpful to me. But at the same time, like knowing that I had someone, he's telling me he read this article. I had no idea. And him just like, caring enough to try to find something he can do to help me um because justin's a fixer he's a huge fixer and this was a big problem that we had um for a long time is that like my my brain can't be fixed like it it it, that's who i'm now it's who i've been since i was 14 it's who i'm going to be for the rest of my life and so whenever you know justin comes home and i'm just having a really really hard time and he is asking, what can I do? How can I help? Like this, that, and the other. And there's really nothing he can do because none of it is his fault in the first place. It's hard for him to accept because he, you know, he's my husband and loves me and doesn't want to see me crying for no reason. So, um, like that's been very good for, I think him too is like it, it, it makes him feel a part of this too. If that makes sense, like it makes him feel like he can help me because he can. He just can't help my brain. Right. And I, Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And I don't want it to come off like, oh, psh, I know everything about this and I am I am the best husband and I can, if I can do this, you can do this. No, that is not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I have royally messed up so, so much <laughs> on this topic. I cannot explain to y'all how many times that I have gotten in like verbal like screaming situations like why in the world is this not working and she's like i don't know that's the issue and i'm like well fuck something <laughs> so it's it, it's very it's a hard pill to swallow 
because you want as as a husband, as a caretaker, as a decent human being, <laughs> you got you blew into that microphone sorry. so hard. Sorry, but um, like as a as a human being, as a male, as a caretaker, as a husband, that's how I was raised. You take care of your loved ones. You take care of your if you're lucky enough to have a wife, you take care of her. If you're lucky enough to, whatever, if you're a girl, you have a husband, take care of him. Like people close to you do everything in your power to take care of them. Mm-hmm. That's just, that is, that's step number one to not being a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, that it, it is what it is. So the whole point of these mental health podcasts was to say, even if you're not the one suffering or quote, have the issue. You can, you're going to be in it. You can very easily antagonize the issue at hand, Mm -hmm. or you can not be a piece of shit. (laughs) You can try your best and you can look at it as betterment for everyone. Because what in the world, what, what could come from genuinely trying to want, or excuse me, genuinely trying to lend a helping hand to this invisible silent thing mm-hmm. this tumor that sucks the life out of the one that you love why in the world would anything negative come from you trying to help you know it's all it's all about the way you approach it as well i'm not naive enough to think that there's not a wrong way to do it but what i'm saying is if you give the effort and you try that's, that's i think i think that in and of itself is going to help and your part your partner be like okay i'm not a burden i'm not a I'm not a, I'm not annoying. I'm not a, I'm not a nuisance. Like, no, it's not that at all. I, mm-hmm. I love you. I want to take care of you. I don't know how to, I, I don't know how to fix this, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to stop trying to help. You know, that that's what you're supposed to do. And that, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, even if the exercise itself didn't help the fact that he saw an article and clicked on it or even sought out the article. I don't know how that happened, but the fact that he, like saw something that made him think of me and like how I struggle and he cares enough to go and find out for himself how he can help me. Even if the exercise was bogus and sucked, the fact that he sought that article out and brought it to me and brought it to us, like that, that is all the help that I can possibly ever ask for. Right, and you, I'm lucky enough to have that. That's well, a solid support system right there. Well, appreciate that, dog. Mm-hmm. Over here working, but like that—that's happy wife, happy life. You know, that's a joke, but it's 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 the truth because nobody wants to come home to a a angry partner or you know a, a, a abusive or or mean, for lack of a better term. You you want to build each other up, build a solid foundation, and we've torn each other down in the past. And I think you need to do that to figure out what doesn't work, kind of pick up the pieces and become somewhat stronger on the other end. Not and, suggesting that you tear your partner down. Yeah, right. Don't be a piece of shit, guys. <laughs> like that's if you don't take anything Moral else. From, story, don't be if a piece you don't of take shit. anything else from this podcast, don't be shitty. Don't be a shit. So yeah, that's. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I completely lost where I was going with that. But like, I am. Let me let me also throw this out there. I am no peach to live with. Don't, don't for one second get that twisted. I am a 26-year-old. I am a peach to live with. So (laughs) there's that. Yeah, I am a 26-year-old, red-blooded American, and I'm a male. So I have that, all those aspects right there, I'm sure will trigger some people because (laughs) the way the world that we live in, everybody's mad about something. That's not me. But sometimes 
My positivity can be annoying. Sometimes my general disposition can be annoying. I get it. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but she stuck with me. So she has to live with my shit too. And this whole thing it is a big melting pot of marriage and the lives and trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. excuse me, the trials and tribulations of everyday life. That's what I'm getting at. And, and these, I feel like, I, th- I think that we're at the point now where we're, we're probably going to make these just in case mental health update episodes a regular thing. And if not even so much for the audience, definitely for ourselves. Because mm-hmm. it kind of, it, it's one thing to live it. It's another thing to put it out there. Yeah. It's another thing to say it. It's another thing to have someone hear it. And I'm not joking. She can vouch for this. Every message we got, every like, every comment, every email, like mm-hmm. that is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. We had no idea. I, I mean, when I uploaded that, I turned to her and I'm like, well, that, that could go south real quick. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did it not. It went the complete opposite direction, which is a, that, that, that's, that is the coolest feeling in the world because this podcast, I mention it all the time. This is my hobby. This mm-hmm. is my outlet. This is my fun, happy place, man. I just, I just do this because it's what I enjoy to do. And if I can help people along the way, if I can, you know, resonate or strike a nerve with somebody in a positive way, that's what I'm all about. Well, and I think that I think that you kind of got a glimpse into things that I have done before. Like, I, I mean, I started out couple years ago wanting to like advocate for mental health and this and the other because one person may have shared their story with me and it made me feel so much better and just like not quote unquote alone and so I found out that me sharing my story helped other people even in the slightest bit and then Justin kind of got like one glimpse of that on like a broader scale more broad broader I don't know um and it's it's addicting because for every 10 people that hear this podcast, see this podcast, whatever, and they sit there and say, oh, she's looking for sympathy. Oh, she's annoying. Oh, just just cheer up. You're going to be fine. There might be two people that say, hey, you really helped me. And not even, not even in a way that I made your situation any better, but just you knowing that you are not the only person that goes through it because that is one of the most lonely feelings in the entire world. And whenever I start getting that way, I start self-isolating my like self-isolating, self-isolating myself. I, I <laughs> remember uh, that, remember ADD. that ADD we were talking Can't about earlier, self-isolating I myself and my medicine today. I isolated, so. I isolated myself in the isolation of my self-isolation. Stop it. Now I'm getting confused. <laughs> okay. I, sorry. I withdrew myself from like, I would just hide in my room. And like, even, you know, my best friend, my husband is like, what can I do? You love being around people. You're so energetic. You're so social. Like, let's go and get you out there. And I'm like, absolutely not. That's the worst place I could be right now. And like, just being in that bed with the door shut, just like feeling like no one else can possibly feel like this. Like I'm the only person. And then that makes you, that makes it worse because you're like, what's wrong with me? I'm freaking crazy. And like. So back to what I was saying, for every 10 people that judges me for being open and being honest and thinks I'm attention-seeking or anything, I have all the attention I need right here. So this is not, me sharing is not asking for pity or sympathy or anything like that because I'm figuring out my life with this one right here and I'm fine. But I might, for the chance that I might help somebody else and let them just simply know that you're not the only person that goes through this, that is 
that's worth every judgment that anyone can give me. Yeah. So no doubt. And that's, that's such a cool way of putting it too. you know, like the, for every 10 people that think negatively, there might be that one positive. Mm-hmm. And that is everything I stand for. That mm-hmm. is, that is my freaking MO. That is my mantra. That is, that is everything that encompasses me is try to, you know, what you, what you think, what you speak is what you manifest. Mm-hmm. So why not? I'm not asking you to go around with rainbow rainbows and sunshine out of your ass. You know, I'm, I know that everybody. Which I usually do. Right. Every, <laughs> everybody has those days where you just hate everything and you just can't get out of that spot. But if you approach situations with some sort of positivity, some maybe not even positivity, but n- making a conscious effort to not find the negative in everything. I feel like that alone may be a game changer because like you said, those 10 people. And that, that one, well, how many people listen to this podcast? I don't know. Sometimes it's hundreds of people. Sometimes it's less than that. But out of those, however many, if one person is like, Mm -hmm. hell yeah, you know what? My wife has been going through stuff like that. Let me try to do this. Or you know what? Maybe I was too rough on my husband when he had a rough day. Mm -hmm. This is just our account. We are just two freaking most ordinary Everyday people you're going to meet. We're still figuring out marriage and life as a whole. This is just some This is just some lovely uh, icing on the top to make things a little bit more hectic in our lives. And we're a trying. A little bit more beachy. Yeah, right. So this is but just it's our also, account. It's so. also not just for significant others, though. Because oh, yeah. I, you know, Justin is all the support system that I need. But it's very nice. It Like, if I didn't have Justin, I have people at work that really help me. Like, because... You know, I've been, I've been honest with a couple of them about, you know, and completely transparent about my struggles and everything. And, you know, if I'm just having one of those days where I'm just not okay, they can sense it and they'll yank me to the side and be like, listen, I don't know if there's anything wrong with you at all, but I can tell you're not okay. So I'm going to hug you and I'm here if you need anything. And shout out to those people, man. Yeah. They, I really like, ah, it's, it's. I am so blessed to have the people in my life that I do, but it's not just for spouses or significant others or anything like that. It's literally just being around the people that you care about, being open and honest about when you're not okay, if you're not okay. And, you know, just, I just need to know that someone cares about me like that. Yeah. And so it, it even if you're single or whatever, like you still have people in your life a coworker, a boss, a friend, a freaking gym partner, whatever. There is someone in your life that would miss you. Not trying to go that way, but would miss you. And so find at least one person that you can just be honest with. And right. if they see you down, that they can pick you up. And it's just as simple as saying, hey, I love you. Yeah. And that moving forward. And like, that, that is a that's a perfect example of what I'm trying to get at when I say there's two sides to this whole situation. Like everything that you just said was exactly what I'm getting at. If you don't, even if you're lucky enough to not suffer from mental health issues whatsoever, if you, nobody in your life has them, just let the people close to you know you care about them. Well, and not even just that, like you never know how much that person is going to internalize the positive things that you're saying. Even if like, okay, if you don't struggle with mental illness, that still is a nice thing to hear. Like that's still... I'm, that's gotta be amazing. Just, Hey, appreciate you in my life. Cool. Yeah, no doubt. You're my brother. You're my sister. Blah, 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 whatever. Um, 
But like some days with me, like I literally, I have this thing and it's terrible, but I go through these phases where I think that everyone in the entire world is mad at me and you could just like. Weekly. <laughs> by daily. Yeah, I was going to say it, it's it's often. Um, I'm one of those people she thinks hates her half the time. And I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? How did we get here? But it's like even at work too. And like, I'll just look around. And I'm like, everyone's mad at me. Everyone here is mad at me. I don't know what I did, but I'm so sorry that I did it. Oh my God, everyone hates me. And for absolutely no reason. There's no rational reason why I think these things sometimes, but sometimes I'll just pop it in my head. And in that moment, in that day, in that headspace that I'm in, if one person at work or even a customer, you don't even have to pull me aside. Just, hey, love your face. Goodbye. <laughs> we say that to each other all the time at work. Face. We say that to each other all the time at work. But like just something little, like something so small as that can completely like erase that thought in my brain. And I know that I'm not special. Like that's, that is all of us. So um, I just, it's, it's so important just being nice to people because you really, everyone's going through something. Like you, there are people around you that are like, oh, my life is so hard. And oh, I've got so much going on. Well, everyone has a full plate. They really do. And everyone has a story. Everyone has a history and everyone has a lot on their plate different circumstances like different things yes no doubt but at the same time like just be nice to people like unless unless they're just freaking badgering you then absolutely rain hell down on them but yeah stick up for yourself but also <laughs> like be a nice person just, just be nice <laughs> yeah but unless someone's coming at you then then i'm <laughs> but uh so yeah like this is this all started from this whole tangent that we just went on for like 30 minutes started out from like the goal setting thing, mm -hmm. how you've benefited from that. And we did something, uh, was it yesterday? Um, something I always thought was kind of like goofy, cheesy, goofy, cheese. I don't know. Something like that. Something I wasn't interested in. Let you me think put it it's that for way. cuckoo people. Well, yes. Or you thought that it was like, okay, what is, what is breathing going to do for me? Yeah. Ooh, but, I kill but, my breasts. Well. Yeah. But Casey downloaded this app that, cause uh, she works at Starbucks and they released this app fairly recently, I believe. Or... And the app's already been in existence, but Starbucks now oh, bought gives it. it to their, no, they didn't buy it, but they, they offer it to their customer or I'm sorry, their partners for free. So oh, like, cool. like Starbucks partners get free access to unlimited Spotify. Well, now we get free access to unlimited headspace is what the app is called. Yeah. So it's called headspace and we're laying in bed last night and Casey's like, Hey, do you want to do this like meditation thing with me? And I'm like, uh, to be completely honest, I was like, I don't want to do that, but you know, he didn't say that to learning me. husband, she wants to do this. <laughs> yes. I would love to meditate with he you. He said, Sure. <laughs> so, and you know, I felt kind of like a like a goofball doing it, but that's that. It was it was nice. It was something. I, I mean, I didn't. I don't think I benefited from it as much as she did because I mean, it really did help her. Um, and I'm not too proud to say that it was probably my genuine my my initial thought of it was like, okay, this might be a little silly, but I tried it, you know, and it's it had no negative effect on me. Maybe if I keep doing it, it'll be cool. So that's something we're going to try to do. That'd be cool. Um, but I thought that that was pretty pretty unique, pretty cool that a company that is war like I think is it nationwide? Is it, is it it's okay? Global, so it's yeah. a global company. Do you have any idea how many customers? Or I'm sorry, I called them customers too. Uh, partners mm -hmm. that work for them all over the world. I mean, millions, millions, millions of people. Lots of us. You know, like men, women, mm -hmm. you know, gay, straight old young mm -hmm. you name it there's all kinds of people that could benefit from something like this mm -hmm. even if it's something that's 
you may think of as silly like I did. Mm-hmm. Some people may love it. That might be their their thing. And it was kind of, I thought that was really neat that a company would do that for, mm-hmm. they don't have to do that by any means. But this this app, this Headspace app, I am not well versed in it at all. We've only tried it once. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool because it's like kind of, it's it's animated. It's got a like a British dude and a British woman's mm-hmm. voice, depending on which one resonates with your ears a little better. And it's guided meditation mm-hmm. because when I tell you I didn't know anything about it, I still don't. But I have no idea. Yeah, and it you're kind of like, okay, how do we even start? They have like a step by step process. It's like click here to start, mm-hmm. and then it tells you what to expect. And we are breathing. Yeah. one. <laughs> it's like now we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to. Do, and next thing you know, ten minutes has passed, and they are like, congratulations, you did your ten mm-hmm. minute meditation, and you're yeah. like. Oh, maybe I am a little bit relaxed or something. Well, and there but, are so many like research case studies and stuff that prove that meditation is so good for you, even if you don't have mental illnesses or anything like that. Like it's just, it's just, it's just generally healthy for you. So yeah, yeah. And this is totally unrelated to that, like meditation or whatever. But another thing that both of us have benefited from. Is this is hilarious and it is so out of character for me because I do not like this is this is my I guess masculinity coming out like I have no interest in cheerleading (laughs) like none and I I mean Casey was a cheerleader like I I don't if I I guess I'm so into like sports and stuff whenever I go to the game I couldn't care less if the cheerleaders were there or not like I'm into it. I don't care. She used to watch he all the... cared when I cheered, yeah, yeah. he said. Well, she's like all into Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, blah, blah, blah. She was a cheerleader. All of her friends were cheerleaders growing up, but couldn't care less about it. Then she gets me hooked on this show. It's <laughs> called Cheer on Netflix. And it was one of those ones that she watched for, you know, an episode or two. And I kind of caught glimpses here and there. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I am in it. He's I w- watching it after I go to sleep. I was like, and dude, like, I, Hold on. I can't stop watching it. First off, because I had no idea how hard that sport is. Like, respect to those people at that level. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Um, second off, uh, we're both Navarro Bulldog alums. So, <laughs> I don't know how to do that Bulldog thing, but. Yeah, so we they, they are from Navarro College in Corsicana, which is where we both got our associate's degrees from. So, yeah, go Bulldogs. But uh, so that, that was kind of cool to see that they were big and whatnot. I had no idea. But this show follows the journey of this Navarro College or junior college um, cheerleading t- squad. And like they're taking on the big dogs in the world. Like they're beating huge Division One schools, giant programs. Like they're like national champions. And it kind of follows the process of them like their practices how grueling it is it tells people's backstories and this this ties into the whole mental health thing because you see this show and it's got a bunch of you know attractive men and women in it like you know young kids muscular skinny girls fulfilling their dreams of of cheering at this the highest level and then they start interviewing these individuals Mm -hmm. whenever they don't have their makeup on whenever, whenever the guys aren't you know, surrounded by all the pretty girls whenever they're in their dorm rooms alone with a with a video camera, you know, for this Netflix crew. And it's it's like gut wrenching some of the stories that these kids tell. And it's like it's it's genuinely like tear jerking to hear the crap that they've gone through. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they they smile for the camera and they look so happy twenty four seven. Like some of them are so sassy and just like so just let the like you would think that 
like my initial thought was they all come from very wealthy yep very put together families like their life's been easy they're you know just just based off their attitude and perkiness and this not the other and i feel like a lot of people are like that with me too because i am i am the person that like shits rainbows and i am just the loudest person in the room and i'm having a great time pretty much anywhere i go um when when i'm myself and so whenever people find out that i do struggle with all these things it's like okay like this it's it's not that i'm the person that justifies mental health i'm not saying that i'm not naive enough to believe that but it's like people realize that it it takes anyone and everyone that it can and so right and that's what that's what i was tying this into is like i mean i live with casey i know what it looks like on the back end of things and it's crazy to see these kids that are going to be making you know god knows how much money off this show Mm -hmm. and it follows them through what's what's widely considered the best years of their life you know 17 18 19 20 years old getting national championships fulfilling their dreams best shape of their life pretty girls handsome guys the whole nine yards and then you hear their stories about how they got there and what they still struggle with and like what what's going on in their family life and how they were you know not to ruin the show for you but some of them were like raped and molested Mm. and multiple kids had you know attempted suicide because they were gay and they weren't accepted by their families and like it's 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 nuts because you you genuinely never know what's going on behind closed doors in anyone's life even if they look like they just are on top of the world you don't know what goes on behind closed doors but what i will say is my favorite part of the entire show is my homie jerry this is this he is like no pun intended he's like the light of the show he is surrounded by all these happy-go-lucky people he has people that are down and out and you know what whatever all walks of life and they all look to him because he's just a freaking he just exudes positivity he is he is 24 7 screaming he and just uh, hyping everybody up yeah. making everyone like bringing light to the mood even whenever everyone else is stressed out and has attitude and is pissed off at x y and z he's sitting there saying Oh my God, we're best friends. Let's go. Yes, bitch. Work it, queen. And, this, and he's like, I'm talking 6'2", 300 pounds, mm-hmm. black guy. He is he is a giant man. And once again, not trying to ruin the show, so spoiler alert's coming. He's never been like a team, like on the, like a starter, you could say. they. What is it called when they're... When they make Matt. There's 40... Make Matt. There's 40 people that make Navarro College cheerleading, and then only 20 of them get to actually go to Daytona and compete in the, like, Matt national thing. cheerleading yeah. so, college thing. So this guy, this guy who is just giving it his all, works incredibly hard, no pun intended, is everyone's biggest cheerleader. Doesn't matter, boy, girl, starter on the bench... He is just freaking hyping everyone up. Just like it's impossible not to be drawn to this guy. He is so positive, so happy. Then you hear his backstory. Oh. And you want to talk about somebody that has every freaking reason to just be the angry. shittiest, meanest, angry, down in the dumps kind of a person who, I mean, he has everything going for him to be depressed, to be angry, to be, and nobody would blame him. And he takes all that negativity and negative energy in his life and he makes it a point to be a positive because influence. Of, because of all of this, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to make others around me happy. That is my goal in life. And it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. Amazing. and he, But he's just a lot of, he's just a great 
dude like he seems like somebody that everyone would I want to hang out with him. yeah you need like you need a jerry in your life but he it's it's crazy because first off what am i doing watching a cheerleading show <laughs> i don't know i'm comfortable in my masculinity i've been married for three years second off why am i almost crying but yeah no he it's just it's cool to see like that once again this whole podcast is is, is meant to you know kind of follow some sort of linear path and all tie into mental health and uh, if you you know guy girl athlete non-athlete if you're everybody has netflix i'd recommend watching it it's really cool and if nothing else it kind of gives you an idea of like how just try your best not to be judgmental because mm-hmm. you don't know what people are doing in their everyday life yeah or what's going on behind closed doors i'm not perfect she's not perfect judgment comes along with being a human being but what you how you internalize slash handle the initial judgmental thoughts that come to your mind and how you can that's on you yeah and how you can make a cognitive effort to think any 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 kind of negativity or or judgment that comes into your mind you have the ability to change it and Mm -hmm. it's nobody's it's on nobody's hands or nobody's plate other than your own so we always joke around i always tell casey this you know it costs zero dollars to be a good person mm-hmm. it costs zero dollars to not be a, a, a rude dude so just don't be a rude yeah dude. don't be rude dude <laughs> but yeah so that i don't know that it's it, long story short wrapping everything up here it's really cool to see you thriving in the two weeks that we've had so far so i definitely have not been thriving at all times but i'm well, you, she, there you go. I thought she was just on top of the world. But. I am on top of the world. I feel good. I feel very good, but it is not. I mean, it's every other day has been very hard, but every other day, and that's kind of where I'm going, where I wanted to like emphasize is that every day is still hard. It's not ever just going to be smooth sailing. Oh, I just go through the day and it's a great day, but it's making the conscious yeah, conscious conscious decision whenever I am having just a terrible day at work and I think the whole entire world's out to get me and it's raining outside and it's cold and this, that, and the other. Whereas before I would go to Taco Casa and get 15 bean burritos and go home and put on fuzzy sweatpants and fuzzy socks and crawl under my weighted blanket and watch tv until i fell asleep and stay to sleep until the next day and the next day i'd wake up and i felt no better than i did the day before and that's kind of where i'm at is that i'm i'm still having struggles they don't go away ever but i'm making the choices to hey i want to shut the entire world away i don't want to be in public i don't want to see people i don't want to just i want to shut down and I'm like, nope, I have to go to the gym today because I said four times this week and this is my fourth or this is my last chance. And so I'm going and I get done at the gym and I my endorphins are going crazy and I feel 20 times better than I ever have going home, eating and going to sleep. And that's that's basically what I'm saying is that I am thriving. I feel freaking great, but every day is still, I right. still face these things every single day. It's how I choose to handle them. And I'm not perfect. I still, I think like four or five days ago, I had a really bad day at work and I came home and I went to sleep. Um, but I just did not allow myself to do it again the next day because I know at the end of those two days, as much as I want to do that and as much as I think it's going to help me to shut the world out, it just it doesn't work. And 
I've been like trying to really make sure that whenever I do have these bad days that I force myself to do more mentally healthy things for myself. And when I say go to the gym, it's not like, oh, I'm going to the gym to make sure my fitness is there. It's it's honestly just for my brain and my head um, because it really does give me a lot more clarity than sleeping and staying at home by myself. So that's right. that's kind of where I wanted to really emphasize is that it's not, I'm not healed. I'm not ever going to lose this diagnosis, these diagnoses that I have, but it's the it's the choice that you have within yourself to say, hey, I'm going to lay down and die to it or, um, excuse my language, but fuck you, I'm bigger than you. So that's kind of what I just really want to like put out there as far as like my last two weeks journey. Again, it's only been two weeks. But Fingers crossed. <laughs> small goals, meditation, uh, trying to be positive, seeing other people's story and realizing you're not alone. Those are all things that I've kind of picked up on. So that's like, yeah, forgive me. I didn't take my ADD medicine today. So if I've been, if I've been talking in 17 circles, then wrapping it all up. Thank y'all for tuning in again for another episode of the rated JG podcast, mental health edition. Um, I know that myself and Casey are always available. If you'll ever need to talk about anything um, from any of this stuff, if it resonated, if it hit a nerve, um, her way so more than me or way more so than me, but feel free reach out. Uh, once again, appreciate all the support thus far. Hoodies have been selling like crazy. We, we both got them on right now. So if y'all want to, we've got red, we've got black, we've got white. Just let me know. Send me a, a DM. We'll get some pre-orders in for you guys. But uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. See you next time.